This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. There was a couple of stories that came out last week. One of them was this story about five different aircraft carriers from different NATO countries that were going to work together uh, to do this joint exercise, I want to say in the Black Sea, which isn't far from Russia, really. And presumably the whole thing is, you know, a show of strength, a show of force. Five of these massive aircraft carriers and the firepower that comes with it. And I saw that, and I thought, well, you know, it's a bit of an escalation of things, if anything. I don't know directly. Some people would support. That's right. you got to show them we're not going to just roll over. Very interesting, this um, cooperation, long time coming, within NATO uh, to operate as one force, really. And I guess they're demonstrating that as well. Anyway, it struck me. The alliance, if you will, this NATO alliance and the countries that have this kind of capability versus those that don't. And I guess if you have an aircraft carrier, you get to play in a different arena, so to speak, than maybe the countries who don't. And maybe it doesn't matter all that much. Uh, But I have to uh, think that it does matter to some degree, at least in some ways, maybe if I don't even completely understand all that. But either way. Uh, I saw it as as a sign of potential escalation and uh, this drawing of this boundary. And it dawned on me that, uh, well, the other story was that North Korea fired off this ICBM that would be capable of supposedly reaching anywhere within the United States, which is kind of a big deal, right? That uh, North Korea can reach anywhere in the United States at any time. And somebody is as loosely wired as Kim Jong-un. This is really scary, I guess, uh, in some ways. But anyway, that's part of the line that I picked up on. At the same time that this carrier fleet is operating, North Korea is making deals with Russia. uh, It's got this, this stuff going on with these missiles, and it's kind of a big deal. Anyway, By de facto, out of all this, or what's been memorialized or made clear, maybe it was going on all along, and I think to some degree it was, you've got this alliance between the United States, Europe, Australia, Canada. I guess you could add Israel to that, but I don't think, does Israel have nuclear weapons? I'm not sure. And then you have uh, Russia, China, North Korea, Iran, and India. Where does India fall in all that? India it was supposed to be our ally, and I suppose they still are, but they're kind of breaking these economic conditions by doing business with Russia. And India is huge, right? Massive population. I think it's set to overtake China. Interesting dynamics with all that as well. But you've got this this nuclear pa- these nuclear packs now, and I think about that in terms of how you know nuclear war is is carried out. It's kind of freaky, really, when you think about it. Really, kind of freaky where all this is headed. Uh, I would say that there's no doubt in my mind. I wish that we did, we didn't have 
nuclear weapon capabilities. In some ways, maybe it's better. Maybe it keeps the peace. But you have to wonder how long that holds up. How long, how long does it continue to hold back the floodgates of violence? I don't know. And it just makes it worse in the end. Interesting times, to say the least. Here's some of the stories. North, uh, North Korea, uh, Kim Jong-un reveals daughter to public at the ICBM launch. Boasts of a new missile uh, as USA flies bombers. Where? In the South China Sea, I believe, or the uh, Sea of Japan? I'm not sure. The United States, in response to the um, North Korea launch, is flying bombers uh, somewhere in the vicinity of North Korea. What could go wrong? I don't know. Putin said to announce mobilization and martial law could hasten a coup. (laughs) Anything could happen. I love these headlines. Iran to secretly help Russia build drones for war. I guess it's not so secret anymore, is it? Isn't that kind of funny how they put that stuff out there? Not not good on any front. Then you look at these goofy governments, the side that we're on. It's a little concerning. Look at Canada. You see this, uh, I think I mentioned this last week. Z humiliates Trudeau on camera as he tears, uh, te- tears strips off the Canadian prime minister. Because he had a private conversation. Z had a, co- a private conversation with Trudeau. And then it got leaked. And uh, Z wasn't too happy about it. So Z's like, yo, you know, what's the deal? You know, I'm not going to talk to you if you're going to do that. And Trudeau's like, well, we're not going to agree on everything, but it's important <clears throat> that we keep talking. And Z pats him on the shoulder and he says, yeah, well, let's discuss the conditions first. Uh, like, you're not going to run around and, and throw things in, in people's faces. It's just... Uh, Really poor manners. And this liberal rise of people like Trudeau, the lack of manners, the lack of respect, you know, whatever you want to say about Z, like I'm not like, you know, you don't do that. Walk out of a meeting with a guy like that and and start flapping your lips. Z just completely gives him the, the bear paw. I thought it was hilarious, really. So, anyway, international affairs. Freaky times, right? The big story over the weekend was Twitter. I think that there was, uh, what was trending? Hashtag Twitter is dying or something like that. I don't know. I haven't broken the ice and and gone on Twitter. I don't know if I'm going to. I really don't. Uh, I was listening to Trump. They've... um, well, here was the new breaking news. Elon Musk restores President Trump's Twitter account. The people have spoken. They ran this poll, and the whole story is phenomenal. I really didn't follow it that closely, but from what I understand, there was like a bot attack on this thing, and, and Elon was aware of that. So it really skewed the results and like against Trump. Pretty un- interesting, right? Making him look bad. Uh, digitally speaking. And so uh, anyway, it's despite that, uh, people said they wanted Trump back on Twitter and they removed the, the Trump ban on, on Twitter. Isn't that something? And isn't it really fascinating that you don't even hear a blip about Facebook? Not nothing. No, it's not like you hear about LinkedIn on the news either. I, I don't know. It's That's another weird thing that I've noticed with all this and how the media is bashing Twitter, and he's been, like, lashing back in his own way. 
Elon Musk's Elon Musk welcomes Ligma and Johnson back to Twitter. Did did you see this story? So these two uh, guys act like they're leaving Twitter. They walk out. The the, the media's out there, and they, they ask them what their names are: Ligma and Johnson, Raul Ligma, and I don't know Johnson's name. Do you get it? If you don't get it, email me. I'll explain it to you. Ligma and Johnson. Elon Musk. Here he is with his arm. So this is a prank <laughs> that Elon Musk pulled on the media, and they didn't even get it. The microphone just came loose here, just like out of the blue. I think there's a ghost in the studio. Actually, this thing looked a little strange to me the other day, and I grabbed it, and then it felt fine. I don't know what happened here. Probably my, my daughter messing around. Whew. Saved the day. Could have been a tragic moment here on the podcast. This thing just, I guess, needed to be tightened down. I changed the whole studio setup, including how the microphone's mounted here. Everything's a little different, so that's it's, I guess that's got to be tightened once in a while. Anyway, what were we talking about? Twitter, Ligma Johnson. I don't get it. So this just goes to show... You know, Elon, he's like just making fun of the media the same way Trump does, just abusing them because it's all fake. Not even verifying the names of these people actually worked for Twitter. Just happened to be walking out of the building, like, hey, hey, you just get fired? They're like, yeah, really? What's your name, Raul Ligma? Oh, and you got fired too. What's your name, Johnson? Ligma and Johnson got it, fired from Twitter. Uh, but then uh, some of these people got called back. <laughs> uh, and many people don't even understand what's going on, right? Meanwhile, let me mention this story. This NBC reporter uh, fired, I guess, over the coverage of the Paul Pelosi story. Here's another story in terms of reporting. We haven't seen this supposed attacker We haven't seen any images of uh, Pelosi. This whole thing could be completely fabricated. It's it's just a conspiracy theory. You know, speaking of the conspiracy theories, it seems to me that a lot of the conspiracy theories, but not just the conspiracy theories, but the, the broader theories that came out of Q, are coming true. And maybe it's just going to take some time. Uh, For example, it's now clear to the people mostly around the world that the elections are being manipulated and stolen. And it's only a matter of time before people don't put up with it anymore. It's only a matter of time before it comes to an end. Another, uh, but you can't put that genie back in the bottle. It's done. It's you know it will never will never go back to before we were plainly aware of that. Some people were, but it wasn't as broadly known as it is today. The, one of the other theories to come out of Q, and I think it was being you know thought of a little bit differently than how I'm going to say it, but was that in the digital world everything is recorded, everything, and so the people that have done things wrong are able to go back and see this information. It's there. Uh, I saw that uh, Epstein's uh, client list or what have you looks like they're going to be possibly coming out. The judge is saying they're going to release that. So we'll see. We'll see. It's a new new era, that's for sure. 
going to be fascinating. I, you know, I was thinking as I was getting ready for this podcast, like, you know, it would be fun to talk about, like, some new technology or something cool going on, or I don't even know what to say in that regard. There's really nothing uh, going on in that. It's like this um, dark ages that we're going through, like this unhappy time. Not unhappy necessarily, it's just uninspiring. That's what I meant to say, uninspiring. Speaking of uninspired, Catherine Engelbrecht, 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 she's the uh, True the Vote founder that was put in jail for a week kept in solitary confinement uh, and she was saying how she had no privacy to go to the bathroom or anything like this so this is a woman who uh, you know supposedly in contempt of a court order on a, on a political case no less the circumstances of this are so crazy but she's just another political prisoner caught up in this this justice system that we have, that basically today uh, you have to be prepared to go to jail to stand your ground. It's really unbelievable that they did this to this woman. You know, even even if you don't agree with her, which I don't know why you wouldn't, I don't know why you wouldn't agree with what she's doing. All she's doing is trying to protect the integrity of the elections, and the main thing that she goes after is the dirty voter rolls. Dirty voter rolls. It's corrupt. It's unfair. It's not right. Many other things about our election system fall into the same category. But she was kept as a political prisoner. Really sickening to me to even say that. Here, sitting here in this country that, I, you know, at one time, I guess I would say, so proud of. I don't know if I can say it anymore that I'm so proud of it. You know, you hear people when Trump was president, they're not, not my president, I'm just going to leave this country. Everybody's just so fed up, I guess. Why is that? Why does it have to be that way? Well, there's it, just this evil uh, around us, in our society. A lot of it uh, revolves around the whole rise of technology. Do you realize that? Some of us were screaming about it, this whole Facebook social media thing that's one of the bigger reasons I don't want to go back to I, just, I saw I saw the damage that it was doing I just I needed to free myself of that I don't know if I want to go back to it I don't know if I trust that, it, that any of that's changed and what would you say I guess the, the nonsense the frustration the aggravation that comes with it everybody thinking that on some level Trump supporters Trump haters all the same problem everybody's agitated annoyed why well, it's getting lied to, cheated, ripped off constantly. Just become a bombardment. I saw this article uh, from a nearby local school district where they want to go borrow money, and they're finding out that their uh, ESG rating is going to be looked at. That their uh, what is it? Environmental, social, and governance. This is mayhem being brought on by this. Uh, I found out, I don't even want to mention the name right now, that the bank that I've used for my whole adult life since I got home from the Marine Corps, what is it, over 30, 35 years, that they gave a, a $500,000 donation for youth transgender surgeries? Do I, uh, am I obligated to, to change my bank in that situation? 
I was looking uh, on the website, and suddenly it uh, it made me realize why every time I go to log on to the bank, it's been being flashed LBG, you know, uh, BTQ flags, uh, propaganda. You know, I just want to go uh, withdraw money from the ATM. I don't need to see imagery. I don't need to see a flag. Just the place to put my code, get my money out, done. And and this is where I think this uh, ideology overtaking things, almost like a new religion. But it's it's uh, a little different than that as well. But they put all these things out there, and I guess some people love it. Just happy to see LGBTQ stuff. They want to support it. They feel like they're doing something. I find it annoying. I, I just, I wouldn't want it to be anything. I wouldn't want, uh, just like I don't go to Hooters for the same reason. Hooters, the family restaurant. But I really want my daughter to go with me to Hooters where there's, uh, you know, young girls that are purposely dressed and revealing attire. And what am I supposed to do? Look, not look, pretend to look, pretend not to look. How do I how do I conduct myself in that environment? It's ridiculous to me. Why would I put myself in that situation? It makes no sense on the planet to me. So I don't know. Many things are like that to me, but not everybody looks at things the way I do, do they? Owner of Philly Pretzel Factory arrested, allegedly selling drugs out of the store. He's probably making a lot more money selling the drugs out of the store. Where was this at? Uh, route to uh, Monroeville. I think that's out. I'm pretty sure that's out all the way out by Pittsburgh. That's a long way out from Philadelphia for Philly Pretzel Factory. Christie rebukes Trump's time to stop whispering. It's time to stop being afraid. Chris Christie's going to take the gloves off with Trump. It's a setup. Christie's a plant. He's do- they're doing that just to raise. Look, Christie's talking about Trump. He's helping him. Trump can't get any – if Christie came out and said, I think he's a great president, right, they would never report it. They would never talk about it. So he says, just go in there and tell them what they want to hear. Chris Christie comes out and says, Trump shouldn't run for pre- – don't worry, he'll change his mind at the last minute. You know, after the further consideration, I think that it actually would be a good idea. <laughs> I don't know how many people would agree with that. I, I haven't really talked to many people that support the idea um, – of Trump running. I really haven't. But I think people will vote for him. Dr. Robert Malone discloses in new book, Things I No Longer Believe. These the, um, uh, no, Dr. Robert Malone is the, uh, the guy who helped create the, uh, the, 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 the vaccine, the RNA, mRNA vaccines or whatever. Um, interesting, right? Why is the government arming more bureaucrats than Marines? This is a sensationalized headline, but it is concerning. When Congress authorized $80 billion this year to beef up the Internal Revenue Service, enforcement and staffing, Democrats' uh, new army of 87,000 IRS agents will be coming for you. First of all, I don't know where they're going to hire these people. They're going to be, uh, have to be foreign help. Wouldn't that be interesting? video quickly went viral, racking up millions of views, purportedly to show a bunch of clumsy bureaucrats receiving firearms training. I, this is all nonsense, really. I'm not saying there's not some truth to it. It, does, it certainly does point to an overbloated 
over national government. We're going back to the days of the seventies. Were just the IRS was just unbearable to deal with. Nobody wanted to run into that situation. Plenty of people found themselves dealing with the IRS, and it was not fun then. End up taking a lot of time, cause a lot of frustration. They take money out of people's bank accounts, and uh, good luck trying to get it back. It was crazy, crazy back in the day. That's what we're going to go back to. That would be my guess. U.S. Defense Secretary says Russia has impressive weapons. Lloyd Austin lauded Russia's armed forces, but said not that such military might has not enabled Moscow to achieve victory in the in the Ukraine conflict. The Russians have a massive military and impressive weapons, but this hasn't helped them prevail in a campaign of conquest and cruelty, Austin claimed, speaking at a Halifax International Security Forum in Canada. Halifax International Security Forum in Canada. According to the official, it's about the cause as well as those who fight for it. Secretary of Defense went on to praise Joe Biden for rallying nations of goodwill against Russia's attempts to redraw borders by force. That's what many people think. Most people seem to really support uh, Ukraine. I'm not saying I don't support either side in this, quite frankly. This, to me, seems just to be a, uh, a natural progression uh, 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 due to the state of corruption, probably on both sides, quite frankly. But how are we any better? What, the United States is going to be the one to come in? How do you say to a corrupt government at this point that the United States is the one that's going to come in and, and clean things up for you? Let us show you how to how to uh, um, operate a government free of corruption. Sure. Let us show you the model way to run elections. Sure. You think if our military was going to conduct elections in a uh, recently liberated country that they would do it the way we do it here? Ask yourself that question. Here's another question to ask. You know, all of a sudden, Democrats, the White House, are saying, oh, don't Republicans control the House. Don't, don't start investigations. We need cooperation. Good. Then the first thing that they ought to do is impeach Joe Biden. Get re- I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll make a deal right now. Right? The, the, the Republican Party has no leadership. Here's the deal. Trump will stand down. Trump will not run for re-election as long as Joe Biden steps down immediately. Joe Biden resigns, uh, hold a new interim election, and Trump doesn't run. How's that? One for one. I don't know. You'd have to have some other conditions in there. You'd have to have conditions even just to talk about it. Just like Z says to, to Trudeau. You can't even have you can't even have an honest conversation to try and get something done because they run around like little schoolgirls telling everybody. UN tells Ukraine to investigate a video showing an execution of Russian POWs. This is a serious situation, and and another uh, 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 evidence a piece of evidence um, indicating that that Ukraine can't be trusted. We just went through this whole thing uh, with this missile attack that there really never was a clear, concise uh, uh, Zelensky statement to say, I made a mistake, forgive me, or anything like that. He put put the whole world in jeopardy with that move. Oh, it was Russia. No, it was was actually, it was Ukraine. And then this comes out where uh, Ukraine is executing Russian POWs, shooting them in the head. And I've seen the video of it. 
seen the video of it. You know, it's amazing. I've been saying this. How is it in this day and age with all the cell phones and this that we're not getting more live uh, footage coming out of Ukraine? That we always see is this just very uh, shrouded, uh, thinly veiled lack of evidence, really. But now you do see this evidence, of course, put out by the Russians. And now the U.N. is saying, yeah, it's got to be investigated. And if this is the case, and now if Ukraine's been caught openly lying about the missile attack, why would it be so hard to believe that it was Ukraine that was attacking uh, civilians in, in uh, Donbass and, and wherever else these, these other areas were, all these other allegations that the Russians made? All now it sounds very plausible. Evil Zelensky being fueled by American weaponry. Why? Because uh, all the people, you know, say, oh, they hated Russia so bad that they just quickly, oh, I stand with Ukraine. Money, 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 money. Send money, send flags, flags and money. Never a request for blood, never a request for humanitarian aid. And nobody saw this as strange. We need cash. What do you need in the war zone? Cash. Really? How about bullets? Nah, they did ask for bullets, right? We need more military aid, more missiles, more bullets, more tanks, more armor, more this, more that, more money, 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 money. Millions and millions of dollars. The Ukrainian government quickly stepped in, and any uh, Russian-owned business was nationalized, being taken by, being taken by over by the government, completely owned by the government. Ukraine is destroying Ukraine, not Russia. There's not going to be anything left. You're going to find that the, the, the last step is just like that scumbag in Afghanistan. He's going to be on a, on a helicopter out of there with, a, with, with uh, suitcases full of cash. Him and Joe Biden off to Bora Bora to live happily ever after. That would be the best case scenario for us, really. That's if we get lucky. I don't know. It's a crazy situation. Election. I don't know what's going on in Arizona. There's lawsuits that been fi- have been filed. These uh, lawsuits never seem to go anywhere. Leaked call shows clash between Cary Lake campaign and Maricopa County. It is really crazy. And have you heard this story about the, the election machines? They were working the day before, then they go out there, oh, and then half of them don't work in Republican areas, ironically enough. And I told you that I said, this is a Republican trick. I watched it. It was a, uh, uh, a, a vote for the, the board of the county uh, uh, committee, but this, the sound system wasn't working. No sound system. And suddenly at the end, when the incumbents won exactly, they, all of a sudden it was working then. It, it was a microphone problem. They switched the microphone. It was a, yeah. All of a sudden. The timing of it was unbelievable, really. All kinds of dirty little games played on both sides. Both parties play in these elections. I don't know how you can ever... Uh, expect that the outcome is anything that uh, is remotely what the people want it to be. Anyway, that's it for today. I'm going to cut it a little short. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.